Hello and welcome to Dusty Gold Podcast. The show that uncovers the gems hidden amongst us and let them shine. Our goal is simple. Give a voice to the hardest workers in the room who do not get the recognition they deserve but keeps grinding their hustle. I'm your host, Victor Nyacharo. And I am Opondo Morin. Welcome to Dusty Gold. Uh, today we are of course honored by the presence of Martin Otieno. For those who don't know who Martin Otieno is, uh, Martin is a farmer in Kakamega County in Kenya and a former soldier, mm, a very serious soldier. And now he's venturing into something that is not so common in his community. And that actually is the reason we've really had this very interesting uh, in him. Um, welcome Martin to our show. Thank you for having me. Okay, cool. So we'll start with the first uh, question that we are having right now. You are a man who has won many hats. Tell us more about yourself. Okay, I'm Martin, Malay a soldier, mm-hmm. but uh, now doing farming, mm-hmm. a family man. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's who I am. Because I've, I've done your story before, um, and from there, it's obvious that life has not always been a very straightforward journey for you, uh, you know, from being a soldier to being a farmer. How was that shift like for you? Yeah, it has it, it got challenges, but uh, with God, we managed to transition from that life to this life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so challenging. Okay, you know, with the with the employment job, you get your salary, you are uh, assured of your salary every after thirty days. Mm-hmm. Now with this one, you have to work to get your bread, mm-hmm. to keep your people going, to mm-hmm. keep your things going. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that easy, but uh, we struggled and uh, the long run money. Oh. We are we are concentrating on on your farming now, not on your being a soldier. So can you kindly describe the aspect of 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 your life now that you're a farmer? Uh, what's important to you and why? What's important to me is farming, making food and making money. At least you should have food and you should have money. Being a soldier, you'd wake up at a specific time. You knew after this you go for a drill, you go for this and that. How is it different from now being a farmer? not so much difference you know with farming you also have to wake up early mm-hmm. yeah it's more of a juakali thing mm-hmm. if you don't so, work nothing comes yeah yeah because you have to work before the sun gets up and mm-hmm. becomes hot at least you should do your things before it's hot mm-hmm. so basically you have to wake up early mm-hmm. by four start preparing yourself doing what you can do by the time the sun is up that's 10, 11, yes. then you can go back and continue doing what you are claiming. There's no difference from uh, this and the military life. Okay. It's also physical, you know, in the military it's also physical and it's also physical. We are seeing a lot of similarities now. Yes, yes. Fish farming has not been something so common in Kakamega. Now, typically our mental state has been conditioned to see Ugali and chicken stew, you know, when we are referring to uh, Kakamega. Uh, community. So, what actually drove you into uh, fish farming? Okay, fish farming initially I was just doing, uh, you call it uh, piecemeal or something. There is a season, mm-hmm. yeah, and the climate was so bad, there was no vegetables. I took a stroll in the evening yes. in the farm, in the canes, uh, and then I came out on the other side. Then, looking across the ridge, there is a river passing in between my farm and yeah. uh, my neighbors. Mm-hmm. There is a, a small stream that flows down, mm-hmm. and I see the kids on the other side. Mm-hmm. They were they were fishing mm-hmm. uh, in like a small pond. Just a small thing. Uh, we could, it's just like a kids' play thing. Mm-hmm. 
And they were moving fish. Then I went to ask them, what are you doing? They told me they are fishing. Mm-hmm. And I saw the real fish. Inside the pond. And yes, that mm-hmm. small pond. Yes. Then I was like, how? You mean there's fish here? They told me, yes. When, we, when our parents make vegetables, we don't like vegetable greens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we say today we're going to eat greens, we just come down here in the evening <laughs> with fish. Mm. And we carry back the fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, they are small, but they are good. If you dip them in, in, in oil, mm-hmm. and you are good to go with the ugali. Yes. Then I was like, hi, and I also have a, and this team serves me also on this side. Why can't I do something like this? That was your aha moment with the fishing, uh, fishing aspect of your farming. Yes. Uh-huh. So just like that, uh, then I went to their father. The, the, their father is the one who sunk that small pond. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then I asked him, how do you do this and how do you get the fish? He told me, oh no, ah, these things, you know, you just, uh, by the river here, you just do like a small hole. Mm. And there are these fish that come with the rain. In, in Dolu, we call them Adele. Uh, you're talking about the mud fish? Not mud fish. Okay, there's mud fish and then there's, there's some that look like tilapia. They're actually tilapia, but they just occur in rivers, okay. in uh, streams. You'll just find them. Mm-hmm. They have too many bones. They call them, we call them Adele. Okay, okay. In Lua. Mm-hmm. So he told me you get those by the river and you put them inside there and then uh, you just cut some grasses and vegetables throw in there. They'll be eating. Mm-hmm. And they just grow like that. Mm-hmm. Then I just got inspired from yes. there. Mm-hmm. So I went back home and I thought about it. Mm-hmm. I went to actually where I am, I'm in Malava sub county of yes. Kakamega. Yes. So I paid a visit to our sub county offices, mm-hmm. agriculture offices, mm-hmm. and I was uh, shown the fishery department. Mm-hmm. And there I got good guys. Yes. Uh, they told me, yeah, you can do farming. Fish farming is uh, good, mm-hmm. and people are taking it up as an alternative. Mm-hmm form of farming yeah so they took me through what happens and everything then i invited them to my farm they came mm-hmm. they surveyed and then they they located a place where we can uh, we have a permanent flow of water yes yeah uh, we can't be affected by the dry spell or lack of water a good place mm-hmm. then immediately i swung into action with my farm hand yes us too and then we did a, a, a small pond of about 40 by 30 feet Mm-hmm. Then I went back to these guys, I told them I've done the pond, they came, they inspected the the depth, the, the size, mm-hmm. the calculation they do on mm-hmm. the amount of fish you can put per square yes. meter of a pond. So mm-hmm. they did that, and then they they direct me to a, a hatchery where I can get the fingerlings, because I, t- I told them, no, me, I don't want to do this, uh, this is what my neighbor is doing. Yes. Is doing it locally. Me, I want to do something professional. Yeah, serious one. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they showed me a, a good archery. Mm-hmm. There's one in a place called Chigoi. Mm-hmm. I went there. Mm-hmm. They sold me the fingerlings. Mm-hmm. The, I was told to stock 600. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific so reason went, why 600 was the number? Or it's about the size of your pond? According to the size of the pond. Okay, okay. The specifications allow only for 600. Yes. If you exceed that, then there are things that will affect them. The growth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, oxygen, and there's so much that happens in water. Mm-hmm. So if you have a crowd, yes, it's also a problem. Oh, okay. So like that, I went and I got the, my first fingerling, 600, mm. I came, I put inside there. Mm. 
feeding them actually the hardest part in fish farming is feeding yes feeds are very expensive mm-hmm. mm, but uh, i had some catch so i would buy uh, these commercial feeds mm-hmm. sometimes i would go to the market and get uh, some fish like things like omena we call them ochonga mm-hmm. yeah, they also do well with fish uh, so, so when I get money, I would go get the sochonga in Kisumu, I get a sack, mm-hmm. I alternate with the commercial fish feeds. Is it possible to like create your own feeds? That's what I was going to ask you. Is it possible to create Yeah, your own yeah, feeds? yeah. You can create your, can formulate your own feeds. Okay, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I did that and I got my first harvest. It was good. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I didn't sell my first harvest. Yes. I was just excited. <laughs> As it should be, as it should be. I mean, generally, you know, uh, our mindset has been uh, tuned into such thinking that in Kakamega, for example, or uh, people who are living in uh, in Luyaland, their major investment would be um, chicken. So when you venture into fish farming, how was the reception of people around you? The reception was kind of lukewarm. People were wondering how. Mm-hmm. We know fish survives in the lake mm-hmm. and maybe big rivers. How are you, how are you going to sustain fish in here? Mm-hmm. Then I tell them no. Fish like other crops, you know, things are changing the mindset. Just like we used to do ndoma in the riverbeds. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we do ndoma even in the farms away from the riverbeds. Yeah. Just depends on how you do the holes mm-hmm. and how you place your, your ndoma in those holes and how they mature. Mm-hmm. So I told them, no, we'll do. And the county is supporting mm-hmm. fish farming. Okay. We have a fish fishery department with yes. the dedicated officers mm-hmm. who move around. If you're interested, they'll come. What actually pushed me also so much in fish farming, Yes. like when I came back home from work, mm-hmm. I found some people had already been done the, the, the ponds. Mm-hmm. There was a first World Bank project. It was called uh, Something Stimulus Project. Yes. Yeah, and the, and the World Bank sponsored fish people who wanted to do fish farming. When you're talking about coming from work, was it the army work or your general... Uh, army work. When work. I came back home now from... Now, the army work is over. Now I come back. I'm coming back home to see what I can do. Uh-huh. Yeah, I found people... Some people already had ponds. Were the ponds functioning during that time? Most of them were not functioning. Oh, so I'm coming to that the, point. Uh-huh. I'm coming to that point. Mm-hmm. I found people... Okay, the World Bank had a program called Stimulus Project. Yeah. They sponsored farmers like mm-hmm. they do with the dairy, with the chicken and whatever. Mm-hmm. So they wanted people to diversify, people to do fish farming. Yeah. So they introduced that thing before I actually did it. Okay. And they sang so many ponds for so many people. Unfortunately, they didn't train people uh-huh. how to, to do fish farming. Yeah. So they dug the ponds, they stocked, they gave these people feeds. These people fed the fish. They didn't have the knowledge. So after they harvest, those ponds died. They're just all those spaces left in those places. They took their first harvest and went away. Some people didn't get their first harvest. They actually ate the fish before they harvested. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so, so when, I, when, when, when I got this idea, you know, I, I, I tried to inquire from the people who are handling that stimulus project. I told them, no, me, I'm here. I'm serious with fish farming. Can you help me? Uh-huh. Uh, because I'm serious. I don't want to do what these people did. I want to do something successful. Yes. Then I told, they told me all oh, that program ended. So if I want to do, I just do it myself, Mm -hmm. uh, do my pond with my own money and what everything and uh, look for my own fingerlings. So I told them it's okay. So that's when I went to the fishery guys and I did my first pond. But I don't think you had the knowledge of how to fish farm initially. Where did you go to get the information or was this also taken care of by the uh, fishery department? Okay, the fishery department came in and they Mm -hmm. helped me Mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, another thing that I thank myself for being a tech savvy. You know, uh, <laughs> I, love, uh, I love the aspect uh, of learning I, yourself. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I did most of the learning online. Oh. I would go online. I look at uh, how fish farming is done, what is required, whatever. Actually, the first point I did when the fishery guys came, uh-huh. they were also surprised. They looked at me and they asked me, "Who did this for you?" Uh-huh. We only showed you that you should do it here. Who told you that the bank should be like this? Uh-huh. The outlets, the inlets. Who told you? I told them, no, I just went online. Then they also learned something from me. Oh. Yes, they actually learned from me and they told me, no, this is unique. We've never done something like this. Oh and most of our farmers don't do this. We do it the other way. Oh. But this one is so new. Mm-hmm. So I told them, no, I've been online mm. and I... I talked to farmers in Sagana. I, by then, uh, fish farming was already doing well in Kiambu. Yes, yes. The, the, the Kibaki government really supported fish farming in Central Province. Yes, it did. And we had a very big private fish farm in, in Kiambu called Jambo Farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those guys really supported those farmers. So I, I was talking to those guys okay, okay. online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they would tell me, oh, you're doing this. Oh, okay, go do this, do this, do this. These are the modern ways. Forget about those ones. Those people are doing the old things. Now we are doing this. So when our local fishery guys come here, they were only Shanga. They were like, oh. Why do you love this? Mm-hmm. You know, so they learned from me. Okay, it was a challenge, like you asked. It mm-hmm. was a challenge, but I embraced it, and the community liked it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did when uh, the first harvest I was telling the first harvest I just shared with the community. Oh, so that 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 was the celebration. <laughs> <laughs> that was the celebration. Okay. I just called people. People are taking one, two fishes, yeah. and the remainder we just ate at home with deep pride. So every day, my kids, everybody will holding his own fish and ugali. Hey. So, <laughs> be, be, being a lure, that that is the epitome of happiness. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> no, you know, um, we, we hear a lot about fish farming, but can you take us through a typical day at work when you wake up in the morning? How do you uh, station yourself uh, doing fish farming. Most of us don't understand that. So fish are delicate. Fish are like uh, poultry. Yeah. They're delicate. It's a uh, farming that requires uh, a hands-on thing. Like I'm, as, as we're speaking now, I'm just sitting by the one of the dams. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm looking at the fish, how they're behaving. They're actually friendly. They come here, they look at me. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 we call it a, a hands-on thing. Uh-huh. You wake up very in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, like initially, mm-hmm. before I did what I've done now, yeah. I didn't have good security like fencing mm-hmm. and uh, the CCTVs and the lighting. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are predators. People would come at night, they still fish. So you come early in the morning, you check for signs of theft. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the the banks, mm-hmm. if any, you see any footsteps. Yeah. So that's the first thing you do mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just look around, then look at the the water if you see any an unlikely thing. You know, water could be have been poisoned at night. So maybe you'll find some fish floating, yeah. dead fish. Mm-hmm. So you actually just do a, 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 a physical survey. Yeah. Uh, just look around the dams, the ponds, mm-hmm. go around, go around, check the dikes. If they are okay, you know water mm-hmm. tends to try to penetrate through the dikes. Yeah. Could be sitting here and kumbe the seepage on the other side and water is coming out. Before you realize it, mm. the whole thing is <laughs> it's messed up. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you do that. Mm-hmm. Then uh, if everything is okay, uh, you chill. When uh, mm-hmm. the sun comes up, uh-huh. that's from nine. Yeah. 
you come in with the feeds. Okay. You feed them. Mm-hmm. Feed them. Uh, you actually it's, we call them broadcasting. You throw the food over yeah. the water from a, 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 to cover every inch of that pond. Yes. Then after that, you sit around, you just watch them. You know, you know these things are like pets. When you get so attached to them... That's what I wanted to say. Like, you, you're sitting there watching them and come, they're coming to you. Are they pets now? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just like I forgot to tell you, the first, the first harvest, I actually felt bad when I was remo- when I was harvesting them. No, that is... We not. were so attached. <laughs> I'll just come there and sit there, watch, look at them. It's therapeutical. And uh, it's just good. I and mean, you look at nature, you yeah. know. At, at, at you its throw best, them yeah. food. You throw them food. They eat. They mm-hmm. they they come back. They sit there. They look at you, waiting for more. Just like that, you know. So how much? How much of? Uh, how much feed do they like use in a day? In a day, we give them. Uh, we feed them twice a day. Yes. And nine in the morning and three in the evening. So, like, um, but, uh, how but much? It's not, that's, that's not the, 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 the maximum. It depends with the number of fish you have. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, in my case here, I have two dams. Mm-hmm. So, one, mm-hmm. uh, we are doing uh, what we have. The other dam has bigger fish. Yes. We, we are in a state called finisher. Mm-hmm. We are feeding them a feed called finisher. Mm-hmm. So this finisher, uh, we do like two and a half kg or three kg in a day. That's in a, in a meal, like morning. Okay, okay. So in a day, mm-hmm. it's six, six, seven kg. Whoa. Yes. That's interesting. No, when you're talking about stages, how many stages do you have? We have stages. We have uh, we have the fingerlings. Those mm-hmm. are the small fish you get from the hatchery. Yeah. So when you start feeding them, the the the, the smallest you just give them. Uh, this a uh, mash, mash like food. Yeah. Yeah. You just throw over the water. They eat. They eat. Mm-hmm. So there is that. There is that starter. It's called starter. You start with that. Yes. Then you go to this uh, two millimeter, three. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, depending on the on the amount of protein in the feeds, it goes as it reduces from uh, protein mm-hmm. to crude protein. Yes. So, if you just go to the fishery guys, you tell them uh, to the to the to those adobes who sell the 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 feeds. Yeah. And they tell you now if if this the size mm-hmm. now change. You know, we just go by the size how they mm-hmm. because that we do what we, we normally do sampling. Okay, okay. After some duration, we we can catch a good number. We see how how big they are. Yes. And then we know which food to, to give. move to. So yes, like and then with the time, like these ones, mm-hmm. we we expect to harvest every after six or seven months. Oh. Yes. So and you stock. Mm-hmm. So they go, they feed depending on the size and the I can call it the age yeah. or the uh, or the time, like after two months, mm-hmm. three months, four months, mm-hmm. until you reach that the finisher now. Okay, that's the last feed. And you know they vary, they change, they, they, the the feeds change with stages and sizes. I think that that's the same way with chicken. Yes, okay. with chicken, but chicken not so much. 
chicken we just do depending on which which type of chicken you are like mm-hmm. broiler or uh, layer or uh, you know those things yeah 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 so like how many stages generally in fish farming how many stages are there like there five? are actually five stages yes starter yes the starter then the, we have uh, 2 mm yes. four mm-hmm. Four, uh, six, and then finish. then we come to uh, we come to finish and now okay. finish that's the end stage. Okay, mm. that's that's a really um a hands-on really kind of work because it it sounds like it has a lot of work to be uh, that goes into it. It's interesting mm. and uh, when when like the other day you know okay what we are doing what I'm doing now you know me personally mm-hmm. yes. After my pawns did well, yes, we have a we have a, a group, our group in the village here. Mm. So when World Bank came in, they wanted again to fund fish farmers. They came back because the, the because the stimulus project failed. Yes, they came back with another project. It called uh, Kenya Climate Smart Agriculture. Yes, KCSAP. Mm. So they would ask you, "What are you doing? Mm. If you are doing something." If mm-hmm. you are doing fish, if you are doing dairy, you are doing poultry, they come and see you. How are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what you are doing? Are you, are you profiting? Does it help you? Mm-hmm. Then they give you a boost. Okay. You know, if they see you are doing it well and you know what you are doing, yeah. they give you a boost. Mm-hmm. If uh, you are trying, they bring in trainers, they train you and they help you go out. So, uh-huh. my group, mm-hmm. the group we have in the village, mm-hmm. they identified fish farming and then they talked to me they told me no let's use your farm mm-hmm. to do the fish farming because you have a good place that has good supply of water throughout so when now you're doing it as a community other people are contributing towards it or like how does it work yes you know when uh, okay world bank came with uh, another system yes Initially they mm. were giving people funds yes. and people were eating the funds <laughs> pesa inapotea and they pesa. don't see anything yes so this time mm. they came with another formula which is you have to be you are doing that thing already yeah they don't want to come and and jump start they don't come and start you from scratch yeah you they want to they want to work with people who are already doing those things uh, they can see the seriousness yes. So already if if they if they come in if they come in like here they get already we are doing fish farming they see the ponds they see fish mm. so they know oh these guys know what they are doing if we give them a boost if we support them they can mm. do much better than this that makes a lot of sense yes mm. instead of coming and looking for somebody who has never done that thing mm. and you give them money mm-hmm. to do it mm-hmm. and they maybe they are not passionate about it mm-hmm. They eat money and they disappear and they wait for another program. <laughs> so actually, this time, this time they came with a formula that has really worked, okay. and I'm seeing it working. Yes. Yeah, so, so in your community, like there are several people who who joined you in fish farming. Yes. Now, now, now this this our chairman mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. You know, we had to do another. We apart from my the the existing ponds. Yes. We had to do. Because now we have we have support and both we have to do another bigger one. Yeah. So the community came and did that bigger one. Oh, okay. 
Yes. So mm-hmm. I just added them the the ones I was using initially. Yeah. So they have those. They own those two. Okay. Is is that what, what you you remember when you sent me a message and I was seeing a different name? I was like, which name is this? Is that the name that you've come that's up Lukak. with? Lukak. Yes, that's yeah. the group name. Oh, okay. Uh, it's actually it says Luos in Kakamega. Oh, ooh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. So you you've aged out the the Kakamegans. No, we just live. You know, that's another story. We've for been here day. over hundred years. For another, we, for another we have day. existed here. You are assimilated. We we are not assimilated. <laughs> we are lowers. Okay, fine. So, um, where do you see Lukaka uh, as now? We are looking at the community fish farming. How? Where do you see it in the next five years? Lukaka has a bigger dream for our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we expect to. To do more dams for members, yes, those who will be in good places that can uh, can sustain fish farming, yes. And with the trainings we've had, we can even do fish ponds. We call them uh, we call them uh, backyard fish ponds. Yeah. Not necessarily done at the river river beds. We can even do at home, yes. As long as you have a, a source of water, yeah, we can do it. So we are planning to do for every member, yes. And uh, like now in Kakamega, the, the the county has brought in an investor who is doing a fish processing plant oh. in Kakamega. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. So we are not going to 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 have that. To, after harvesting your fish, you go and uh, start selling dogo in the market in the roadside. No. Actually, that is what the I was going to ask. Be, like, it will be coming and taking all the fish to the plant. Wow, that is that is good. I, that was actually my next question. Like, if everyone is now farming fish, where is the market? <laughs> That's the market now, and yeah. that guy is exporting. He's doing it for export. Oh, He's going okay. to can the fish and mm-hmm. take it for export. That is so. That one has really encouraged so many people, mm-hmm. and as the county government is really supporting it. Actually, in Kakamega County, it's the only place we have subsidized fish feeds. Uh-huh. Yeah, the county government is subsidizing. If you buying fish feeds, you buy it at half price. That, not that, like other places that is so encouraging especially so it's, they, they, they're trying to tell us they're supporting the mm. fish farming mm-hmm. initiative people should embrace that uh, i totally get it yes yeah, that is that is a, a very interesting story so um you know you've come from very far <laughs> you've come from yeah. a beaten down situation to a place where now you are supporting a community in a project that is going far i mean why yes. how would you how would you like just give some encouragement to someone who's really feeling like okay things have not worked out i'm down right now what is the way forward me i uh, just believe people should not, you never give up if you are alive and you are, have a stomach <laughs> and you want to eat <laughs> you are thinking how you will eat the next meal yes. you don't just give up yet yeah <laughs> you say your stomach just struggle. does and uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> And if, if 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 like for example you from the villages yeah. just try to do groupings. Yeah, yeah. Try to make groups. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. These groups there are so much funding now coming to the communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. youth group, uh, any grouping. Mm-hmm. And you are well organized. Yes. Just look for a group in your community, join it mm-hmm. and be an active participant in the group. Mm-hmm. And write proposals when yes. uh, 
when uh, projects come, when funds are available, right, pro proposals take to the county, to the mm -hmm. sub-county level, we have county admins, mm -hmm. they'll take those proposals somewhere and uh, you'll get funding and get something to do and be serious about it. Yes. You know, the problem with us people, mm -hmm. people just want money, quick money. It never works. It never works. <laughs> yes. Just uh, start it, do it uh, passionately, do it slowly, and at the end of the day, money will come in. Absolutely. Yes. So people live with different different slogans, different mantras. That's what I mean. So what is yours? Mine. Mm -hmm. Or as long as you have uh, stomach. <laughs> I sleep. Uh, we, sh we should survive. <laughs> we should not die. <laughs> You should not die. Yeah. Never give up. Where I've come from, the way I left job, it's so abrupt and things went haywire. I lost so much. I lost my family. I lost most of my properties. I lost so much in that short duration. Yeah. But I had to bounce back. You had to, yeah. Like mostly I say, phonics shall rise. Shall rise, yeah. Mm. Yes. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Nice to having uh, you on our show. Thank you. This week's episode has come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, head over right now to our Twitter or Facebook and like, share, and get involved. Be sure to catch us next time.